She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you, of course, by 360 Karma. And today, as every week, we have on an amazing woman. She's been in the business of entertainment, uh, working for CBS for the past 30 years. Very excited to welcome my guest. Please give a warm welcome to Gay Ann Bruno. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm so excited to have you on I'm today. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, and especially because you have a new podcast coming out yourself. I do. That you used to do, and now you're bringing it back to UBN, so we're super excited about that. It's called Between the Sheets, and you have some pretty exciting uh, women co-hosts, and it's going to be super fun. It starts it's Friday night, right? Friday night, May 3rd. Third, uh-huh. um, we're going to have a seven to eight p.m. Yeah. Pacific. Oh, great! Um, channel one, channel on one, go dot com. Perfect. And it's going to be on the first and third Fridays of every month. I love it. I love it. Uh, it's going to be a powerhouse group of women. I can tell. It's going to be a crazy bunch yeah. of insane women. Yeah. In a sane asylum. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But in a good way. In a great way. A lot of estrogen going yeah. down. <laughs> so you know. Um, I was excited to have you on because, you know, so many people want to break into the business and you and I just had this interesting conversation because you were, you were born and grew up in New Jersey, yes, right? Yes, I was. So it's like, and, and, you know, you don't have to apologize. No, I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. Trying, I'm trying. <laughs> you know, everyone always asks me, and they go, are you, where are you from? New York. What part of New York? Um, New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we get, it gets a bum rap, but we all know we love New Jersey and New York. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, I always wonder, you know, how did people decide to come from the East Coast out here, like myself? And it was that you wanted to get in the business and didn't know how. Correct. And I think that's a, a common story for sure. And so it's so interesting how you did end up in the business. Like, it was almost like you were meant to be in it, the, the, the crazy path that you took. Uh, so let's talk about that. You, you, you started off coming here to, to study law. Correct. Yeah, even though you wanted to be in the entertainment business. Correct. Yeah. I've been wanting to be in the entertainment business for a very long time. I did acting when I was very young, theater, oh, oh. commercials. I was on Off-Broadway. Uh-huh. And I realized that's not the path that I wanted. And yeah. you know now we call it manifesting. Yeah. As a child... I always manifested wanting to get into the entertainment business. Yeah. And no wonder it found you. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm a strong believer. I'm a very spiritual person. Yes, me too. And a true believer in the universe. Yes. Uh, we have no control. And if we think we have control, we're fools to believe that. Right. So I have learned over many years to sort of allow just the universe to take over and just guide me. Now, when you say we have no control, but we do have control over what we do. Control to work of our choices. the manifestation, right? We have control right. over like our choices. You decided you wanted to do uh, your podcast. Correct. So you had control over creating that podcast. Correct. Because I always like think people just think things happen to them. And I do believe we do have this part of it that we we can create anything. We can do anything. Exactly. And then the rest of it is letting it fall into place. Divine intervention. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's true. I mean, there but, is that but form But taking of that. the actions to make it You happen. have to. You can't yeah. just sit back and go, yeah. I want a podcast. Exactly. And then hoping somebody's going to knock on your door saying, no. hey, you should do a podcast. No, right. absolutely exactly. not. You, you have to put perfect some example. effort and you have to, you know, you have to have a goal. Yeah. And I'm extremely, as a Capricorn, I'm yeah. extremely goal oriented. Yeah. So, you know, I set a goal. I set an intention. Yeah. 
And then, yes, you have to help the manifestation to, to happen, right. to, to come to fruition. But then when you take those actions to create something, I do believe exactly like you do that then the universe delivers. So it's kind of like, oh, I think I'll have a podcast. And the next thing you know, someone calls you who'd be a perfect co-host or someone refers you to a perfect co-host. And that is where I believe the universe supports what it is you decide you're going to do. Absolutely. What, what, do, what's the saying? Um, uh, once you decide what you're going to do, the universe conspires to assist you. Exactly. Right? And I believe that across my whole life. Even, yeah. even like there are no chance meetings. There's yeah. a reason why you meet right. every single person in your life. Right. Period. Yeah. And just accept it. Right. And you're like me. We love uh, meeting new people. I love meeting like, new people. And so I'm a fun. talker. Yeah. I'm a talker. And yeah. I know that's to some degree... A lot of people don't like it, you know, but um, I love to talk because it is. It's about feeling the energy. It's about communicating. Yeah. It's about just it's an exchange of energy. Yes. And there's nothing more exciting to me than that, which is why yeah. I've been in the why I'm doing the podcast. Yes. Also, and why I've been at my job at yeah. CBS for 30 years. For 30 years. So I'm excited to talk to you about that, because first of all, I want to know how you got into the business and what it was like 30 years ago for a woman to get into the business. So it's so interesting to me that you really wanted to be in the entertainment business and the circumstance of events that happened that actually put you there. It's almost like you were pulled into it. Agreed. Yeah. So here you, it was your dream and then you kind of fell into it. The story is wonderful. You just shared it with me before the show, but uh, let's share it with the audience that uh, so you came out here to study law. Because I had no yeah. idea yeah. how to get into the entertainment business. Yeah, so were, so why not study law? Why not study law? I, <laughs> that one never occurred to me. <laughs> yeah, study law. and Because yeah. I sat there. I'm yeah. a thinker. Yeah. And I'm a problem solver. Yeah. Which, again, why I have the job that I do. I'm a director of photography, art director, producer. That's what it encompasses. Yeah. So I'm a problem solver by nature. Yes. And a fixer. So I was thinking in my junior year in college. Yeah. And I did it in London. So yeah. I was in London thinking about this. Yeah. What am I going to do with my life? And how yeah. am I going to get into the business? And even if I move to Los Angeles, yeah. that doesn't guarantee me. Right. To get As many will attest. Test, yes. <laughs> so um, when, I came, when I came back, a lot of my friends were going to law school. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to law school. And right. they're going, well, it's not that easy. Yeah. And to get in. Yeah. But again... I think it had to be this yeah. route yeah. because I did get in effortless, effortlessly. Right. And I only applied to colleges in California because yeah. my parents wanted me to go to law school. Yeah. But they didn't want me to leave. Right. So that, but that's what brought you here. So it brought me here. So yeah. I only applied to law school in California. So when I did get in, they could not say no. Right. To where? Where'd UCLA. You, you went to UCLA, one of the best schools, too. So, yeah. but after the first year, I was like, I hate law. I, yeah. I'd rather, I don't know what, I, I'd rather do a lot of other things in life than right. being a lawyer. But I have that personality where I don't quit. Yeah. And I also realized, again, that I was there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I must continue this path. Mm -hmm. And what I learned at law school is invaluable. And, and believe it or not, I use it still yes. in my life and in my it. job. I always think life is like a puzzle, and everything that we do is for a reason that's going to lead us to what we're meant to be doing in the long run. Absolutely. And so that's a perfect example. Exactly. So how did you get from law school to director of photography? What was that path? When I finished law school, 
I started working in the business mm -hmm. um, as an, a secretary. They used to call it secretaries back then. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be in the music business. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a while, and I realized I really don't want to be in the music business. It's really difficult. Yeah. Difficult as a woman back then. Right. It was very male chauvinistic, very male-oriented. If I told you stories, and I'm not, because yeah. <laughs> the people are still alive, um, yeah. You want to talk about me too? It was yeah. me, no. Yeah. You know, and it was very difficult as a woman. Yes, I can only um, imagine. To be in the ranks right. of the boys' club. Yes. And it made me feel uncomfortable. Plus, right. drugs were rampant, and I've never been a big drug person. Right. So, and I don't, you know, I don't follow the crowd. Right. So, so it just wasn't for you. No. So I got yeah. out of that, and I thought, okay, what am I going to do now? Yeah. So UCLA, because I've had the relationship with them, have a what is it called? It, it's courses, mm -hmm. certifications. Yeah. And one that appealed to me was public relations. So I took the certification course. While I was there, I met someone at ABC. Yeah. He was being promoted. I stepped into his job. Oh, my gosh. I stayed there a year. And then from there, someone said, CBS has openings. And I applied for CBS. And there was a choice between either a publicist mm -hmm. or a photo publicist. And I hate to write. If anyone knows me, I really hate writing. Yeah, I'm very my. Th someone told me my gift or my my art of creativity is through voice and verbal, so I decided to go with the photo department because I was able to travel the world. Oh wow! And I didn't have to write anything but a memo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, and that is how I've been. At, it's I've been good at you CBS. knew your strengths <laughs> exactly. So, director of photography, I think. A lot of people would probably think it means that you do the photography, but you were educating me today that, no, in fact, you're more of a producer that brings in the photographers to then take photography for the shows. Correct. So you work on all these fabulous shows, have for 30 years. Right now, you told me you were, you're working with The Talk. I work on The Talk since which the we pilot. Love. Yes. And other shows like NCIS and... And I don't know which Life in Pieces oh and gosh. The Neighborhood. An interesting story. What goes around comes around. I worked on the original Murphy Brown series. Oh, my gosh. When I started. And we just had a reboot. Yes. And Candace requested me. Oh, my gosh. And she goes, well, if Gay and Bruno that. was still there, I want her to work on the show. Oh, I and love that story. even though they filmed in New York, I was fortunate that I didn't do the hands-on because I was in Los Angeles, but I had the great opportunity to reconnect with everybody from the original show oh, and fly it. to New York to do the ad campaign. And by the way, I love the, uh, the return of it. I think, it, I, you know, I think it was like, oh, is it going to be as good as the original? It is. It's fantastic. Unfortunately, it's not yeah. as, it's great, but yeah. it's not as groundbreaking as the original because of the advent of the internet, social media. Right. People are a lot more politically savvy now yeah. because so much is oh, available. I did think she was really bold in the topic. She's amazing. They, Candace, they, I have to say. Politics I, they tackled. In I have met a lot reboot. of people and worked with many, many amazing, yeah. wonderful in front of the camera yeah. and behind the camera. Are people. they continuing that show? Don't know yet. We'll find oh, out in May. Oh, I hope at so. the Upfronts. I hope so. We're voting for it. I'm hoping so too. <laughs> but you know, a good, a, a nice little nugget of that is when they they added a cast member to the cast mm -hmm. that wasn't in the original, oh. and it happened. It was wonderful because it was a really good friend of mine, Tyne Daly. 
Oh, right. I did not work on Cagney and Lacey. I'm not old enough. But yeah. <laughs> I did do the movies of the week. Yeah. But Tyne and Sharon uh -huh. are very good friends of mine. And so that was just an extra nugget and bonus when that and got And this up. is what you love about your job, too, right? As we were talking, no two days are alike. You're always working on different shows, yeah. meeting new people. I mean, how much fun. And I love that after 30 years, you still love your job. I do. I still walk in yeah. every day really excited to do it. That's so I mean, cool. there are moments, obviously. Yeah. But on a whole, yeah. and I mean, and, and literally there are actors and actresses that I've worked with, yeah. and there are two yeah. that I really don't ever care to meet or work with okay, again. Okay, who is it? I can't say. <laughs> I will not say. I thought I'd get it now out of you. my yet. friends know. My friends know. But I will never, I will never tell tales. I think that's a because, good Because, you know good. what, I, that's another thing I believe. Yeah. You know, I could have a really horrible experience with someone, yeah. but you could have the complete opposite. Yeah. So I never judge. Maybe they're having a bad day. Yeah. Or, and I yeah. never say, when, when someone says, oh, you're working with such and such, they're horrible. I'm like, really? Because they're really nice to me. Right. So I'm only going to... You go on your experience. Go on my experience. Yeah. And I've I'm had, the same way. Yeah, yeah, I just don't, you know, you don't judge. How yeah. do you judge? You don't know. You don't walk in someone's shoes. Right, exactly. Or know what kind of day they're having or what they're going through. Exactly. Like, yeah, everybody has a bad day. Um, well, not you and me, but other people. Well, no. I, I have my <laughs> I'm, bad I'm days. I'm kidding. And as I'm I get kidding. older, I'm having my bad days more and more. <laughs> <laughs> so how has the industry changed? Like when you started 30 years ago, was it still very male-dominated, obviously? It was and, completely male-dominated. Yeah, and has that has that evolved a little bit? The good part, and why yeah. I'm happy I landed in publicity, yeah. is even though the entertainment industry as a whole was male-dominated, yeah. publicity was always female-dominated. Even back 30 years? Even back 30 years. Wow, how interesting. When I started, there was a female boss, oh. and there was a female boss before her. And it's just... There's a lot of changes, but I think the climate in my department mm -hmm. has always been fine because mm -hmm. it's been female. And not that I, I'm not a male hater. I love men. Right. But back in the day, there was this feeling of, what is the word? Where someone feels they deserve something because they're a man. Mm -hmm. Entitlement. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Entitlement. Right. You know, and I did come in a time where, yes, there, you know, the time before me, yeah. I think, had more of the casting couch sort of attitude with secretaries and their bosses. Right. I think when I came along, which was 1989, mm -hmm. there was a transition and a shift. Mm -hmm. And so I never really, I never really got that. Mm-hmm. Except if someone was old school from the generation before me. Mm -hmm. And then we, unfortunately, we just laughed it off. Mm -hmm. And more of it was just comments as opposed to touching or, right. because then I would have put my foot down. I'm, right. I don't care how, what kind of job I have. Right. No, thank you. Yeah, that wasn't going to fly. Never. Yeah. But it was always the, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're nice hair. Or, oh, you're, you know, you have a nice body. And you'd smile and go, thank you. But you never once, at least now, I never, at the time, I never once thought, oh, I'm going to report them. Right. Unfortunately, oh, now your viewers are going to yeah. kill me now. But I think we've gone too, too much on the other side. Uh -huh. Right. I think now we're a little bit too People politically are walking, correct. Walking on eggshells. Egg yeah. And, and I don't like that. I think there there is a decorum in business and mm -hmm. professionalism that one needs to be but held up. But you know up. what? If for so many years it was so totally in the wrong direction, it's only probably normal that we would start by overcompensating. Absolutely. You know, it's not like it just draws up to the middle and everything's okay. You know, it, but I think it'll work its way back to being 
how it should be. Absolutely. Don't you? I yeah. do. I do. So I agree. It's growing pains. It's sort of like the pendulum yeah. goes this way and then all the way that yes. way. And eventually we'll find the, that happy medium. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like being, you know, in being who we are. Yeah. I mean, I know it's LBGTQ. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I first came out, it was L and G. It was just L and G, <laughs> maybe a B. Um, yeah. But you know, but being on the board of LA Gay Pride for twelve years, yes, that really was a great education. Mm-hmm. I learned the history of you know who my predecessors were, right. what they did to allow me in my time right. to be able to be comfortable, and then now what people that are our age, kind of trailblazers, right. voices out there that are doing to facilitate so that the next generation and the generation after have more opportunities. Yeah, and it's nice that it it is moving in that direction. Uh, although too we slow still, for me see, sometimes. We still have growing pains <laughs> in that area, too. Um, but I know you did, uh, you were the VP of entertainment, entertainment yes. for uh, over a decade for LA Gay Pride, which, by the way, I'm on the committee for the women's event this ah, year. Ah, yes. Yeah, excited about that. Uh, with Madonna Cacciatore, who's a wonderful Love executive director. And Robin. And Robin. Who's not on the board, but yeah. they're a perfect couple. Yes, yes, they're wonderful. And uh, I know that's coming up, gosh, the women's event June 2nd. Correct. At Paley House, which yes. will be a lot of fun. And that kicks off the whole week. Um, they actually have a night at Universal before mm-hmm. that. And then the Friday night... Uh, Around June first is a Dodger, Dodger game. Dodger game. Yep, yep. And then they have some great entertainment uh, that week. Uh, I remember Megan Trainer is one of them who we mm-hmm. love, and some other big names. So it's going to be uh, an amazing Gay Pride this year. It's going to be yeah. fabulous. Yeah. You know, and, and the time that I spent, the twelve years that I spent, I did entertainment. Yeah. And what I tried to do is to sort of up the ante with right. entertainers. Yes. So we had fun people. We yeah. had great people. And you were in a great position knowing all these celebrities. Well, I work on the stuff. Grammys and I work on the ACMs. Right. So I've had relationships with these people and really called upon them right. for favors. Yes. So they didn't have to charge us a lot of money. Right. But it was another way for them to sort of be educated yes. into what what we do. Right. What what our community does for others. Right. Yeah, that's, so that was a great experience. A great experience. Yeah. I loved it. And then you were telling me at that same time, uh, somehow you were also managing that band, the Motels. <laughs> Motels in Berlin. Yeah. I met Terry and Martha when I hired them for Gay Pride. Which my wife was like, oh my God, I love the Motels. <laughs> yeah. And um, we just struck it up as a friendship. It was nothing that was going to be any sort of business relationship. Right. And then they both approached me separately at different times saying, could you please manage us? And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and, and that's why you obviously were still at CBS. So you, oh, right. I, at one point, I was doing LA Pride, CBS, the podcast, managing Terry, Martha, having a music radio show as well. And managing the motels? And the Berlin. Yeah, I was doing oh seven things at once. Oh I was very gosh. thin. Wow. Very <laughs> thin. <laughs> So I just need to do those seven things That's to be it. fit. That's it. You know what? I've tried everything. There's a diet. I just tried. I just tried. A friend of mine yeah. was going through a keto 60-hour oh, everybody's reboot. doing that. Yeah. And she talked about it. And she didn't say do it. But she yeah. said, I thought, you know, maybe I'll try it. So she put me in contact with the person to do it. I went through one day. And yeah. I was fine. It just It's a high-fat diet. Yeah. And it... It didn't work with my system. Right. And uh, you know what? I don't think all, all 
no, I don't think one size fits all. No. I think everybody's body's different and you have to do what's right for your body. Yeah. Correct. And yeah. the thing is I've tried, I mean, yeah. I've never been really, I've only been like yeah. very thin once, but that was because as I say, death, death is the yeah. greatest diet. Yeah. When you go through tragedy, right. you're in. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's the worst. That's that was the worst. The worst. Um, so, uh, I wanted to ask you about, um, I know you gave up your podcast because uh, you had your mother uh, move in with you, yes. who was on dialysis. Yes. And uh, I just think this relates to a lot of our viewers that have to take care of their parents at this age. You know, at this age, a lot of people are having to be caretakers. And, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Do you have any advice? It's, um, yes, I have a lot of advice. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> Why did I know that? <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is, yes, our age, we, we do become the caretakers. I'm a different situation is then I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. So I really couldn't sort of pawn my mother off on right. anybody right. else, but right. not that I would, but right. still it would be right. nice to have, you know, it's like some I said. Some help. Some help. Yeah. It's like I, I've always loved being an only child and never regretted it except now. Right. Um, and she lived in New Jersey and... She couldn't do it on her own. And, right. I, you know, it's like I said, Italians do not put their relatives in homes unless right. it's extremely necessary. Right. So I brought her in to live with me. Yeah. And it's been a learning curve just on her diet, doctor's appointments, and fitting her in. I mean, I, I, I have never been responsible for anyone but myself. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, and it's like my therapist a while back had told me. We are trained in life to take care of our parents. I said, how? They said, well, because they take care of you. Then you have children. Right. You learn that to skill. Take care of them. And then you move into that. You missed a step. Yeah, you didn't have the children. Yeah, so you yeah. went into complete shock. Yeah. Which was fine. But, yeah. um, but don't you think that, just like we always say, that everything happens for a reason? Yes. So something you got out of that was something that you needed or wanted to learn within yourself and what was that do you know yeah not to be selfish it is yeah. I you know I was completely selfish and self-absorbed not ego driven but just right. you know everything kind of revolved around my schedule and your career and my career yeah. and it's now realizing that you know no matter what kind of what family you have family is important right and my mother's my I mean I have other family but my mother is my family right and it also you know I, I left New Jersey when I was 20. Right. And I used to go back occasionally. But to spend this time with my mom now, yes, I think, is really important to me. We fight like cats and dogs. Yeah. I'm more like my dad. Right. Um, but, you know, what I've been told by people that are in, you know, spiritual, mm -hmm. that the parent that always is the last to leave is the one that you need to make closure with. Wow. Wow, that's heavy and so true for, and it, for, for myself, me, too. Very true. And yeah. when I mention this to others, wow. they're like, oh, crap. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. So it does when, seem to always happen that way. Yeah, so when it's yeah. time for their transitioning, mm -hmm. there's no regrets. There's right. no guilt. There's right. no... You know, and I'm Italian, and yeah. you know, I don't Gee, know. Yeah, I never would have known. What's your background? <laughs> I can't say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I need to do the 23 of me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, most of my friends Jewish say, when I, they're yeah. Jewish, and, and when I say I'm Italian, they go, oh, you're the 13th tribe. Right, but, right. But, uh, you know, Everybody thinks I'm Jewish. My wife is Jewish. I'm like English, Irish, Welsh. Oh, you're Jewish. How long have you been with your wife? Uh, uh, long enough that I that am. you're Jewish. Exactly. But true, it's, but, it's sort of like it's adapting. So I had yeah. to really learn to adapt. Yes. And, um, you know, adapting 
Yeah. Patience, something yeah. I'm in constant. Yeah. So you learned patience. Not really. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm still trying. But yeah, it's very difficult. But I say, you know, I tell people if you have the opportunity and, yeah. and you know, it's really important. It's invaluable. It's time. invaluable. She, I'm sure she's very proud of you. Yes. On days that I allow her to break her diet. On days that I don't, not so much. <laughs> little manipulation just there. a little <laughs> but we love them yeah we do um and it is a, an invaluable time you're getting to spend with her mm -hmm. that you'll treasure forever for yeah. sure I, i'm really you know, like yeah. i say she drives yeah. me crazy but i love her more than anything so that's cool well thanks for sharing that um and i'm excited about your show starting friday yes. between the sheets i know some of the people that you're going to have on uh, elizabeth keener for one who i love and uh I know you're going to have on Mara, Mara and who else? And Cara Noble mm -hmm. and Delicia Naimi and Tanya Tristan and one of my psychic mediums, because yes, I have many, um, mm -hmm. Cheryl Murphy. Uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of women that will be and, interchangeable. And does she have the intuition that the show is going to be a hit again? As a matter of fact, before <laughs> I asked her to come on, I did a reading and I asked her and, and she said, absolutely. Thumbs up. Yeah, because I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm, I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be on the show. I did another interview last week. Because you're getting it, warmed up, getting warmed up because yeah. it's sort of like I was I've been listening to my old shows, not that I want to repeat it, yeah. but I have to get back into the cadence. I have to get back into that zone. Yeah. And um, something tells me you have no problem. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think so. But it's still it's like all new people. And I'm yeah. really excited about the women that I've chosen. And I have amazing guests um, that have well, that's one thing I have to stop doing is um, I have amazing guests that are really chomping at the bit to come on. So yeah. it's going to be the same show, just a little different and yeah. a little bit more polished. Well, we're excited. Uh, Between the Sheets starts this Friday. No, on, not this Friday. Oh, a week May from Friday? 3rd, yep, May oh, 3rd, yep. Oh, May 3rd. Uh, and it's going to be on at 7 o'clock. Yes, ma'am. And they can watch it on UBN Go Channel 1, right? Correct. Okay. Right across the hall. Gay Ann, we wish you all the luck Thank with you. the new show. We're Appreciate excited it. to see it. And uh, just keep on, you know, making a difference in the world. You're a trailblazer in the field that you're doing, and I'm sure an inspiration to a lot of young women that right. want to get into the biz. Well, you know what? The young women inspire me as well, so it's it, reciprocal. It, yeah, it is reciprocal. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for tuning in. Make it a great week. Hugs and happiness. We'll see you next week. Woo!